I am back after a few months break and I feel like it's just because I have been going through a lot not in not in a bad way just really 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 evaluating my life and what I really believe and if I'm living what I believe so I feel like I've just been in the trenches doing that which it just is it hasn't felt right to share while I'm in the trenches and and not that I'm out right now but I am moved enough to speak on something today and it's all because I went to one of my favorite musicians Brandon Lake his concert a few nights ago Brandon Lake is a Christian music artist and he is a true artist he writes songs he sings he plays guitar he does it all and he is so amazing he is a true artist and I was five rows from the stage at the concert with Malcolm best night ever I I told Malcolm during the concert like six times this is my favorite night ever this is amazing this is my dream like you know just like over and over I just fully was so present and so hyped to be in awe of creativity and music. Oh, here comes Monkey. He wants touch. Monkey's my cat. So I went to this concert at a Christian church. I haven't been to a church in years, but Brandon Lake will get me there, okay? Oh my gosh, it was truly amazing. I knew every song, I knew every lyric. I was crying throughout the whole concert because I was just in awe that thousands of people could gather in a building and appreciate creativity and it's all centered around God, right? It's it's all pointing glory to God and to be in that energy was amazing, with saying that, I think a few, a few of you would be like, well, why don't you go to church every week and experience that? Honestly, it's because pastors kind of give me the heebie-jeebies because they are like the special people that speak, you know, every week and they're on this pedestal and it's very rare when a human ego could be put on a pedestal and have their ego still be pure and well-intentioned and and that's a very pessimistic viewpoint but just the whole you know pastors on a pedestal is just not not my thing so I don't partake in that anyways so I'm at this concert and I align with so much of what he says you know we've prayed we prayed so much of, of the concert I received so many blessings from that night but Something I cannot get on board with is the amount of praying for cancer to be cured, sicknesses or disease to be healed. And that might sound crazy, but people are asking for miracles for their cancer to be healed or their disease to be healed. I cannot resonate with that and that's what I want to speak about today because first I think our understanding of cancer is just obviously so off base. I haven't even done an episode on that but if you want to look into a completely different perspective on cancer than you've ever heard before, I really suggest 
looking into Dr. Melissa Sell, she teaches the principles of German new medicine. It's not a medicine. The name of it is just weird. But it's about how cancer is the perfect intelligent response of your body to an emotional conflict that you have endured for probably years. And the cancer is not bad. It is the most intelligent choice by your body. So first, I just you know, come from this perspective. And same with infertility. Infertility is not a mistake. It's not bad. It's not wrong. It is the most intelligent choice from your body by your body because your body knows what it's doing all the time. Every minute of every day, your body knows exactly what to do and it's always for you. So my, you know, you have to understand that my perspective on these things are the opposite of our culture of the world. So first there's that. But the whole topic of miracles. First, I think we use miracles as a way to try to control God. Our little human mind thinks it knows best. So it says, God, I need this. I want this. I want this specific miracle. Give me a miracle. So first, the wanting of a miracle is born from the absolute very limited mind, which, you know, is the the human mind is just in the valley. Like God is on the mountaintop seeing everything. So we're trying to ask for a miracle when the human mind, it doesn't know anything It just wants to not suffer. (laughs) That's it. So I think the need for a miracle is rooted in controlling God. And it's not to say, like, I I do think we co-create our life with God because we have a lot of power and I believe in the power of prayer. Yet God gives you what you need, not always what you want. The ego mind wants this, wants that, wants a miracle, wants less suffering, wants to be happy, doesn't want to feel this or that. We want an easy life. So our prayers usually, in my opinion, prayer is used for control. When you're like trying to pray for someone to be saved by Jesus or something, that is your ego trying to control their life. Why not just pray for, for people in suffering that you love to know peace and to be and experience peace. I think praying is so often a mind tactic for control. And it's and and the truth is revealed in the prayer. So if you're praying for a specific outcome, for a specific thing, that is control issues in my opinion. Can you pray For someone just to have peace. And no matter how they get it. Can you just surrender that. Instead of a specific outcome. So I think in life. Everything we do in life. Is to chase certain feelings. Like happiness. Peace. Bliss. Joy. Or get rid of feelings. Anxiety. Resentment. Bitterness. Hatred. 
We live our life trying to chase certain feelings or get rid of certain feelings. That's literally why we make all of our choices that we make on a daily basis is to chase good feelings and get rid of bad feelings. I don't believe in good and bad, but for easy sake, I'll just say that. So if that is the root of our daily life is that we are always trying to chase and find good feelings and trying to get rid of bad feelings, why aren't we praying just for a change of a feeling? Why aren't we praying for a change in perspective? I truly believe a miracle is not always an external circumstance. Marianne Williamson showed me this in the book, A Return to Love, one of my favorite books. She says, a miracle is a shift from hate to love. That is a miracle. So we tend to think miracles are these supernatural circumstances in which God cures cancer or God cures a sickness or disease. Or, you know, we just, we're given a million dollars. Those are miracles according to human minds. But what if a miracle is just a change in perspective? And not to say that's a, just a change in perspective. To me, that is an earth-shattering thing to feel in your body. So what if a miracle is a change in your inner world? That's it, a change in your feelings. So you're in bitterness, you're in resentment over something, and you pray for a miracle. And what if that miracle is that that's alleviated and now you can forgive someone? What if your bitterness turns to forgiveness? That is a miracle. What if you are so discontent with your life and you are at war with your life and you don't like certain things in your life and you think you're, you know, you're a victim to your kids. They're so annoying. They tantrum and they cry and you're a war at life and you are so discontent with your life. And what if you pray for a miracle? What if you change for a change of heart? What if you pray for a change in perspective and you your inner world is transformed from discontentment to gratitude for your children. And it's not to say you might feel that every single day, but that you can feel more gratitude than discontentment or annoyance or victimhood towards your kids. That's a miracle. So I was at this concert, which I loved so much, but there was there's just so much emphasis on praying to God for a miracle in external circumstances. Curing cancer, curing a sickness, curing all all these external circumstances. You know, like praying for someone to be saved. Why not just pray for a change of heart, for a change of perspective? Because ultimately... That's what matters at the end of every day. When we are in heavy feelings, we want lighter feelings. So why are we not praying for that simple change? One of my recent new action steps is when I am in a difficult moment, repenting that moment in the moment I'm living it. And repentance is giving your burdens to God, giving your crosses to God. You were not meant to carry your burdens. You were not to carry all the heavy shit you 
carry on a daily basis. That is not for you to carry. You are meant to repent it to God and give it to God and say, I don't want to carry this anymore. I'm giving it to you. So my latest new action step is when I am having a difficult moment or day, in that moment, giving it to God and saying, please take this from me. Please transform my heart. Please transform my mind. Please change my perspective on this. I am so struggling with this situation right now. Please give me a new change in perspective. Because a perspective shift is usually the thing that changes everything. A change in perspective then changes everything. So what if... And this might challenge you, but what if cancer is the miracle that gets someone to live their life so fully than they ever have before? What if God uses these circumstances as the miracle? What if our definition of a miracle is so warped and so limited by our human mind? What if infertility is the miracle by which someone can start to fully, fully trust their body? That is my story. And I'm going to do an episode on my journey of trusting my body because I thought I trusted my body. And this past year has proven that that was not in alignment. I would say I trust my body and then my action was actually the opposite. I was afraid of my body. And I was in full victimhood with my body. Like my body would have a body symptom and I would become a victim to my body. So I'm going to do an episode on that. But anyways, what if the miracle is being fired and you lose your job, but then it gives you the space to then take a risk in your career that you, you would not have if you were not fired and you were not given that space? What if infidelity is the miracle in which a couple could reignite their love and build a stronger, more solid foundation than they had before? What if grief is the miracle in which someone's heart is so fully cracked open that they become the most loving human they have ever become? What if our perspective on miracles is so off base? What if anxiety is the miracle for someone to face the truths of their life they have not been willing to face? Anxiety is a messenger. It's not a mistake. It is coming up to be faced What if when you face that anxiety, you face the truths of your life you have not been having courage to face? What if that's the miracle? I think when we think of miracles only in this one way, like a huge change in external circumstances, you can be waiting and waiting and waiting for your one expectation But while you're waiting, you have blinders on to the real miracles that are in front of you. 
Because I truly believe that God gives you what you need, not always what you want. Sometimes it is what you want because it's what you need. But look back in your life to all the times you were dealt a shitty hand, you went through heartache, grief, you had a sickness, you had a lot of suffering, and how that was shaped for good how that carved you into the person you are today and you would never have asked that you would never have said god give me this horrible circumstance this suffering give me this so that i can become this new person you never would have asked for that because our mind you know can never it does not want to ask for suffering but when we get what we need not what we want it usually shapes us into the person that god needs us to be and knows that we are capable of being and we didn't even know that this is why i don't really even create goals anymore because i look back to my life and i'm like oh i was dealt this shitty hand and it made me into the person that I am so proud of today. I would never have asked for that shitty hand, but God knew I needed it to become this person. So I keep seeing that happen in my life over and over and over and over again. And it's like being swat in the back of your head. Like, can you just wake up and trust that God knows what you need? Instead of thinking that your mind, your little limited mind really truly thinks it knows best when it's sitting in the valley when it can't see what's over the mountain your mind is so limited so when you're praying for a miracle in this one specific controlling way what if you are limiting yourself what if like that's just not even a miracle compared to what god has in store so i'm just realizing that a lot of times our our manifesting and our praying is a way our mind is trying to control the universe or god when you know why can't we just surrender to god and say i want what you want for me i want to go where you want me to go i'll accept healing if you want to heal me This brings up the conversation about expectation versus hope. And at this concert, they were saying, expect to heal, expect. And again, like, I understand that you, expectation there was just trying to say that you have to believe that God can do anything. And I understand that. But expecting God to heal you is control issues. It's your mind controlling the situation and controlling an outcome. I think expectation is the control issues of the mind. So what's the healthier option? Having hope. And when you feel into expectation versus hope, they feel so different because they are different. To expect God to cure your cancer 
and say you don't get that expectation, there will be so much suffering. But if you have a light hope that God will cure your cancer, you're not attached to the outcome because you're not trying to control the outcome. It's surrendered. Hope is a surrender. For me, I still struggle with this in regards to being a mom because I really feel like I expect to be a mom. Maybe because, you know, in our culture, it's just like, oh yeah, of course you're going to be a mom. And it is nature, right? Like, it's, it's nature to reproduce. But having that expectation is why there's suffering when it doesn't happen. But if you can feel a light hope, if I could get to a place of a light hope of, I hope I'll become a mother one day and be unattached whether it happens or not, that's the sweet spot. I don't know if, if I'll get there, but for me, that, for me, that's my prayer, is that I can truly say, I hope to be a mom, but if it doesn't happen, it's okay. That is surrendered and that's unattached versus I expect to be a mother and if I don't, then all hell is going to break loose. That's a lot of rigid control. And I even see this play out with um, recently my husband and I tried to buy a different house and so far it hasn't panned out like the way we wanted but when we were waiting all day to hear back from you know the sellers whether it's a yes or no I felt a light hope of I hope I get the house but if we don't it's okay I felt that I felt that light hope of being unattached to the outcome And in that moment, I was like, okay, okay, that's the feeling I want to get to in regards to becoming a mother is a light hope versus an expectation. So cliff notes in review of this episode, I hope it was worded well, where just reevaluate whether your prayer or your manifestation is trying to control God and trying to get a very specific miracle, a very specific outcome that you need in order to feel a certain way, instead of pray, manifest a new feeling. Manifest a change in perspective so then you can feel different. Pray for your bitterness to transform to forgiveness. Pray for your discontentment of your life to transform to gratitude for everything in front of you in this moment. I truly believe miracles happen every day because a miracle is just an inner shift from hate to love, from bitterness to forgiveness, from anger to peace. 